This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us on the SECV hotline, John Barchard from BleedingGreenNation.com. Uh, did I mention that LaShawn McCoy is the best fantasy player of all time? <laughs> wow. He, he, has, he, hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't cost me any points in weeks. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad he hasn't. See, now you gotta, now you got to work on, uh, you know, we're, we're going to start drafting up uh, everything else, maybe even including quarterbacks here in Philadelphia for your fantasy you know, uh, uh, awareness of all the things that are going on here. Speaking of that, nice segue, by the way, uh, <laughs> word came out today, and you can get all the information, of course, at bleedinggreennation.com, uh, front office stuff and on the field fun. And in this situation, it revolves around the quarterback, Nick Foles. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of, well, first, the, you know, Ellie Shower Parks, who is a, a, a former uh, BGNer uh, and now is, uh, over at uh, NJ.com comes, he's been, he's been kind of on point with, uh, with a lot of stuff, you know, especially with, uh, the sources that he's been listening to. And the latest one, of course, there were, there were a bunch of, uh, you know, Foles rumors that were spinning around that Houston might be interested, interested in a trade. Tennessee might be in, interested in a trade for Nick Foles. Now the, it sounds like the Rams are getting involved here and you're just kind of like, okay, it's January. Like, you know, you're going to hear this stuff here and there, but, um, from everything else that, I've looked into, and I know that others have, and, and trust me, there's a lot more people that know more than I do. But just the things that I've looked into, they are this is this isn't a joke. Like they're serious. Um, they they're kind of tapping just to see and creating uh, market value here to kind of see where where he's at. Um, and we had spoken to Jeff Risden from the Bleacher Report and also the Real GM on BGN Radio just last week, and he was down at the Senior Bowl and he said, "Yeah, absolutely. Like this is." If they, you know they're they're trying to drum up business for this, um, and you know you hear all the other stuff leading up to this to the draft coming up, and I mean there's no doubt in my mind that they're absolute they're not staying at twenty. Um, whether or not that includes going up to get Mariota, going to get you know uh, who whoever it is, I mean that's that's the only reason that you would consider trading Nick Foles is to try and recoup some of that. Um, and there's you know there's been a couple other. Uh, things here and there saying that they might do it before the draft, but I just don't see that happening. I think anything that is going to happen with a Foles trade is going to happen just leading up to the draft, after draft, or shortly after, um, you know, if they go get their guy. So uh, buckle up, uh, Hoss, it's, it's time for another <laughs> exciting uh, off-season drama here. Yeah, here we go again. The odds of them working the deal to somehow get a shot at Marcus Mariota obviously increase a little bit 
uh, with the news of this potential uh, potential trade, which I, I tend to agree with you, isn't going to happen for a little while yet, at least for a little while yet. Is there any other quarterback that you've heard through your sources talking with the folks at, uh, at Bleeding Green Nation or the folks that Bleeding Green Nation have talked to? Uh, is there any other quarterback out there that they are – take uh, – Florida State, take him, take Winston out of the mix at this point. Is there any other quarterback out there that would fit in this system that you're hearing tell of? Well, I mean, that's the whole problem here is I think they're obviously going to talk to guys, and they've talked to some guys at the Senior Bowl. One of the guys that, um, you know, a lot of people aren't saying or aren't thinking about is Blake Sims. And I know a lot of people tend to cringe when they hear that, and they're like, oh, God, an Alabama quarterback. Please, no. That's, that's, you know, they're just almost as close as USC guys and things like that. But our own Dan, our own Dan Kloster, you know, thinks the same way. He actually did a great, uh, a great piece about how he could be a, a fit here if they're looking for someone to develop. Now, I mean, if, that, if we're talking about guys like that, and guys like another name is Brandon Bridge from uh, Southern Alabama who – has got all the tools and everything there, probably more so than some of the other guys you're hearing, like your Hunleys and your Graysons, your Bryce Petties, all that other stuff like that. It's just going to take a while to develop these guys. And you know just as well as I do that there's only two quarterbacks you can come in here and probably start right away, mm-hmm. um, and those being you know Winston and Mariota. So I think they're obviously doing their due diligence everywhere else of like, okay, if we can't get up there, um, obviously, we need a project to work with. So they have been talking to those guys. They've been heavy with the defense. Um, you know, Eric Rowe, who's a safety from or safety and corner, who's played both um, from the University of Utah, is a big. I'm a big fan of his. Um, I, I just it, it's weird because I, I know for sure that they are talking to other teams, trying to go up for sure. Like they uh, that, that, and that's. You're going to, you know, a lot of people are going to dismiss that as rumor. Like, of course, you're going to print that. Of course, you're going to do this. They are 100% on the phones trying to figure out how to get Marcus Mariota. The reality is set in. It's a matter of which can they get him and how much is it going to cost. And really, at this point, I mean, I think I've told you this before, Hoss. If, if you think that the Eagles can win nine or more games with, you know, with Marcus Mariota, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't give up four or five picks to go get this guy. Because if you're going to be picking in the 20s from you know, for, for so long, uh, it, the value really diminishes. You're talking about high second-round picks now. So, uh, you know, if, if Chip Kelly wants to go and get his guy and, and take that gamble, because it is a gamble, um, but it's, it's, and it's not a lock and it's not anything else, but uh, it makes a lot more sense than kind of waiting around to see what happens. And a lot of people point to, well, you need to, you need to fix this, you need to fix that, but... Uh, you know, they always point to the defense. The defense is one of the most, uh, the most consistent parts of the football team last year. Uh, so I, I, I'm all for trying to get it. It's going to be really, really interesting. And probably once we hit into March, it's going to be even more entertaining because I don't know if they can do it, but if, if they can, uh, this is going to be a, a humongous story, not just in Philadelphia, but all over the NFL. I would imagine that Chip Kelly is driving this bus right now. Uh, how difficult is the process at this point uh, because there is not a GM in place in Philadelphia at this moment? Well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of – that's the other half of this thing that's mm-hmm. just almost as ridiculous. I think if you had <laughs> just the GM story, like that's that's ridiculous enough. Um, but now, yeah, you're, you're talking about Chris Polian, who I mentioned this morning on the, on the, uh, two minute blitz there. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously he's, he's the son of, uh, Bill Polian and they had a, <laughs> a disastrous run in Indianapolis. 
Um, you know, you look at his, his one-year resume down in uh, Jacksonville, it's not that impressive. I mean, he, he is, uh, he's a guy, I mean, that's the, that's the whole part of, of all this. And it's, there's, there's really no, there's really no good answer for the GM position because a lot of people worried about Roseman and, and Kelly and Gamble and that whole relationship and who still has power. And uh, there's been a couple of uh, reporters that have said already that like, Hey, I'm already, I'm not going to interview because of what's going on in the front office. It's bad. It's really bad. Like, um, and for all you out there listening, whatever Adam Kaplan says, listen to him because he knows what's going on in that building. 100% he does. So that, that's one of the guys I trust. And one of the things he said was, you know, this is, this is the worst he's seen. It's worse than the TO situation because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think you're, I don't think they're talking to each other, Hoss. I, I don't mm-hmm. think Howie knows what's going on on the other side of the building. I didn't think Chip knew what was going on with Howie and Jeff didn't know what was going on either. Like, you know, it, so it's this the whole circle of BS that keeps circling around and around and around and it's messy. So, I think at the point of where all this kind of came down and now that all this is filtering out, thank goodness that Chip Kelly just said, you know what, we're not doing this and I'm going to take the reins over because at least at that point it'll be linear. Right. I'm not saying it'll work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who knows how Chip Kelly as a GM is going to work. And, and there's a lot of precaution and a lot of dangerous, dangerous, you know, things that could go wrong with that. Um, so, and, and now you're stuck with like hiring a GM that's basically a, a, a you know a dodo bird because it's, right. it's useless. Like it's just like okay, well, you know they could hire internally. I know they've been talking to somebody uh, down in Miami when Chris Greer, um, but it's um, yeah, it, it makes a lot of people nervous, and they have a right to be because it is if you if you don't have it. I mean, this is we're we're getting into prime time scheduling of the draft here, so this this could have happened at the at the worst possible time, and it did. Um, so all our hope now in Philadelphia is that just to hire somebody and get it going um, because it's the, the clock is ticking and it's making everybody nervous. And this is the same type of situation you hear so many times about, okay, we need to dump that quarterback. Well, yeah, maybe the quarterback isn't performing, but you've got to look at the entire field. Is there anybody out there who's potentially going to be better? And it seems like that's the exact same thing that happened in the front office for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's just, I, I think you can, the more and more you dig into this, and this is, this is more opinion than it is fact, but I don't think Howie Roseman was as important as people were leading on to be. And the more and more we keep talking to different folks, and, um, I know a lot of people think that it's, it's a lot of, at Eagle scouts and all that stuff coming after Howie and a lot of that, but there are some who are not, and there's some who are still in that building that are, that definitely do not like working with them and for good reason. So, um, I, I think as this comes out, you're going to see a lot more stuff kind of, you know, yeah. spread out all over the place and it, it might get, it might get messier. Who knows? Like they might, they might end up hiring a, a, a new GM and then it, they might fire that midway through the season. Like who knows? There's so, it's so, Odd. It's just it's just weird, and uh, I I don't know why Howie Rosen's still in the building. To be honest with you, I I think that at some point they're going to have to. It's going to come to that. It's either Chip Kelly's going to quit or and move on, or Howie Roseman leaves at some point, and I think that's what kind of they're, they're just delaying whatever happens right now, um, and you know trying to get through the draft, make sure everything smooths over. And I would, I would fully expect Roseman to leave at some point, uh, you know, and, and have it just kind of be more like a, a graceful exit rather than uh, a bad one that 
I think might be coming. Well, before I let you go, uh, who do you got Sunday in the Super Bowl? Uh, wait a minute, can I say Super Bowl? I'm not sure. I might. I might. I owe the NFL. I owe. I owe the NFL two bucks right now. Because <laughs> I said the magic words. <laughs> you said the magic. That's right. Um, I think. Uh, I, I think it's going to be pretty. Uh, a pretty awesome Super Bowl. At least that's what I'm hoping for. And that's really all you can. Uh, I think the. I think the Patriots find some way to. Uh, edge out Seattle here. I know that there is, uh, you know, that defense is ferocious, and and I, we saw it up live and, and close this year, and it's it's no joke. Uh, and neither is Russell Wilson, despite you know uh, having such a, a poor NFC Championship game, and still coming back to win that thing. Um, it's going to be really tough for either side, uh, if, for whatever reason, just because of all the deflate gate and, and all that stuff. I just think it's the Patriots are winning this thing just for just because, like just to uh, you know. Make everybody upset. <laughs> well, and that'll like do it. You know, the thing yeah, is, it, we're, it, I was it, talking it, with our play-by-play guy for basketball earlier today on the show, and he was saying, you know, there's usually you know white hat, black hat kind of thing, but in this situation, you have like a gray hat and a black hat. <laughs> yeah, kind of like, well, it's funny too because I was actually talking to some some of my guys on the West Coast who are you know big UCLA fans, and they're like, oh, I'm still never rooting for Pete Carroll, that cheater. So you get like, you know. <laughs> Cheater on this side, cheater on the other side. Like, oh, just whatever. Just get done with it and let us enjoy the commercials. I'm so sick of talking about the flake gate. It's it's so annoying at this point. I didn't bring it up. I'm just saying I didn't bring it up. I did not bring it up, and I'm not going to bring it up anymore. All right, John Barchard from Bleeding Green Nation. As always, uh, we appreciate your time. As this unfolds, we'll be in touch, I'm sure, over the next handful of weeks as uh, the fun continues in Philadelphia. That's right, Hoss. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, John. John Barchard checking in on the SECV hotline on ESPN 92.3 The Valley Sports Leader.